You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Big welcome to the Trim Healthy Podcast. This is Serene and this is Pearl. What's up, women and men, boys and girls? Welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene Pearl and myself. Guess and what? It's more fabulous because I'm sipping my matching in with oh, it. feel that. Hey, she must be really ninny-fied right now. I'm telling you, I've never seen my sister Pearl with her shoes off. What? With the feet on oh, the coffee yes. table. True. She floated in today. I think she's feeling this spring summer vibe. No, but it's something to do with the matching in. It's something no, to do with I'm the comfort. I'm telling you, matching ninnies, and I've explained it here. Or go Google our video, matching in ninny. They give me euphoria. Well, it's just jitters. like Pearl's always oh, had nice. a foot f- hate fetish. She hates toes. Oh, I'm serious like my about feet toes. myself. No, like she, she, no, yeah. she actually almost has to go bath when she sees anyone's toes. Yeah. Put she's, your toes and away. hers the worst. She yeah. she believes. Well, she's looking yours at her worse. own toes while sipping her ninny like she has no worry Serene, in the world. Yours are worse. But hey, <laughs> great way to divert us off topic when we first start. We got to get on topic because boy, do we have a topic for you! Oh my god! And I'm so excited to hear it because this is technically our per- us three. We haven't seen each other in weeks. Yeah, we actually pre-recorded some podcasts. You tacos. guys were in Guatemala. So I'm adventures. singing my taco song, dude. You didn't even stop and listen. I didn't. Put, I don't just, know. You, yeah, um, I just. It was. Don't you love that raining taco song? Have you heard it and danced I, did, I didn't eat one taco in Guatemala, Serene. So. Well, neither did I, but our husband said enough of both of us. <laughs> Ladies, tell us about the guac. And we did miss you, Danny. We missed John and we missed Leslie and we missed the potty cabin, but our time there was absolutely life-changing. I tell you when we missed the potty cabin. <sighs> When we were up in the sky almost dying, we thought we'd yeah. never touch earth again. But let, let's go from the beginning. We went to Guatemala because, as you know, we have our Trim Healthy chocolate bars now. And as we've all told you. They're too expensive. Yeah, no, for us. No, they're not, but go ahead. Well, they're not necessary for you. We've tried to get them down, but we're not really making what we need to make as a company. Yeah. And so we're going to bring it back, do our own manufacturing of the chocolates. Right now they're in another place being to bar and it's costing us a lot of money. So we need to go to the direct source to these farms where the cacao is grown. Oh, my goodness. We learned so much about cacao. So we and we also, wore the first ha- her hand see the organicness and the purity. Yeah. And that's what Serena and I, you know, our husbands, that's what we care about. We like might get products in and people say a lot of things about products there's a lot of stuff about online but until you go there and you see the way these are grown you see who is growing it you see what happens to it how can you really present it to hundreds of thousands of people and say and put your stamp on it i love no, that there is yes. so much junk on the internet that what i'm saying is junk is lies there are lies about products, about this country and that country and yeah. we have found out that i think 75 percent of what is said about products it's junk. It's fabricated. And you can pay your way in to, yes. to claims on your bag, right? Yes, you can. Yeah. And so we really care about finding these things out for ourselves. Also, we have been, you know, sort of throwing the idea around for a while about a shade-grown organic trim-healthy coffee. 
Oh, and gosh. Guatemala has the best coffee in the world. Well, so. actually, oh. she's not just saying that. Central America is known for having the cleanest coffee in the world. Why? Really? We're not going to do a big, like, hate, hate party about mycotoxins, you know, that mm. it can be in coffee because it's actually more, it's actually more in raisins and mm. peanut butter and a bunch of other foods. But, you know, coffee can have mycotoxins. It's on our skin. It's everywhere. It's a toxin that you bought, that a, a plant or a body produces to get rid of, to, to fight against molds, mm. right? But, um, Central America is known to have the cleanest coffee as far as mycotoxins. Why? Because of the elevation. Ah. Because there's less mold in the the nice cool elevations. And in fact, we were dropped out of the sky on the highest mountain in Guatemala. You sort of keep on missing all the steps to get there. We're going to no, talk about that. We're going to go back. I'm just throwing it out there. And then but we'll you were see. dropped. Would you parachute no, we, in? No, we dropped. I, I, I will tell you the story because we almost died, Danny. Whoa. We almost died. But anyway, uh, to do with that coffee, also coffee grown at higher elevations that is naturally shade grown, and we'll talk about that too, yeah. has half the acid of regular coffee. It is so incredible for you. We found out about the health benefits of coffee in such a big way that um, I... Your oh, matchinin is like... My matchin... I love my matchinini and now we've just got our THM matcha, which I'm really enjoying. <laughs> but Wait, I can't leave my wait, coffee either. We have matcha? We just got it in, Dan, Dan. We don't We're have the packaging yet. yet but you guys you know go what? to Guatemala go, and I miss all hey, things. I'm going to give you some matcha today, Danny. Please. THM matcha. Yes. I've got a big bag full of it. Yes. All right. That stuff's so hard to get for Let's the go price. from the beginning, Serene, because this whole party really, I hope you take away, you know, get excited about the products and what we discovered and learn a little bit about chocolate and coffee. But there's something bigger here that Serene and I... Learned. Well, let's go from the beginning. And, and changed. We, we were different girls at the end of this journey than we were at the beginning. We are. We're changed, Danny. We don't know us. Would you like to meet us now? Because we're different. I do. But have you seen the show? A, a friend of mine, uh, a missionary friend of mine, that downloaded it to my computer where this guy goes on the, these adventures all over the world to find the best coffee. No, I haven't it's, seen it. It's a it. whole TV show. There's seasons and seasons Aww. of it. And he goes into like dangerous, it's called Dangerous Grounds. Well, that's the name of this potty then. Potty, the sorry. <laughs> yeah, but we can't. We have to think of a better name. For oh, ours. on the subject of potties, Pearl oh. was very pleased in Guatemala Why? because they, it was not um, drop holes. It, it oh, wasn't. China it wasn't squatty was so potties. hard with the squatty potties. That's why I loved China. <laughs> drop holes. But it, she was oh, fearful and in really, trepidation. Really about, worried to go back to China. I know we will have to. But oh, Guatemala, I love you for your toilets. Okay. They're normal. No matter so, okay. ever, no matter where we went, even if the toilet was like in a treehouse in the jungle, Pearl didn't have toilet. to squat. No, and and that was lovely, Danny. Just saying, that was one of the good. Okay, well, let's go back to the very, 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 very beginning. We got into the car, and Pearl could have feared. Oh, Serene, where are you, darling? We're getting. We're leaving my farm. Okay, at the oh, Tennessee oh, from the top. I didn't hey, know where Charlie, we were. It's Charlie Straight Pants, Pearl's husband, and Pearl pick. Sam and I up in their Cadillac, and yeah. and and Pearl's first thought is, should I fear? Should I not? Because there's snot hanging out my nose, and my husband ah. is hacking his lungs out. Serene and Sam got a very bad cold the night before we had to go to Guatemala. Caught it when they were down in Florida from yeah, what, some people what, what, who had no, it there. No, no, they caught it because Sam like Sam caught it. I think out of like adrenaline because he had a kayak accident. Yes. He was out down the Did you hear this, story. Danny? No. Yeah, and, and he had these deep fishing sea poles and, and, and hooks on them. And when he went, the, the sea was very, very rough. And he got kind of like turned out by the waves. 
And he got hooked in about seven different places, like coming out of different his Different arms and different and, legs were hooked at the same time. And he had to rip these deep sea hooks out of his flesh. It was all out of adrenaline. He had blood all over his kayak. And it was just a miracle that my children were with him, my older children, to be able to help him to shore and like... Deep sea hooks. What is this? And then Howard, hooks. Our, our, our brother-in-law, our Vanjie's husband, Howard, we call him the hill doctor. He was down in Florida and he was like right there like you know helping him sew him up and all that kind of stuff it was pretty freaky but he was like shaking and he got a terrible cold that night and of course he gave it to me yeah so all right um and sorry everybody this is the way we tell stories we do jump around a lot but it's gonna be good okay so uh, yeah so i thought to myself okay serene and sam have a cold great and i have to sit so close to serene this whole time but you know we're like okay who cares? We're it going wasn't a normal cold, Danny. It was copious. You can still hear it in Serene's voice. Oh, man. But I have to say, Serene and Sam, their colds, and they were pretty bad, did not deter their enjoyment. They just determined to be troopers. And that's the first potty truth that we mm-hmm. want to reveal to you today. There's too much fun in life to just to just look at the pits. We mm-hmm. had to look at the cherries. And there were so many wonderful cherry moments in Guatemala. Our cold couldn't dent it. This mate. is a fruit analogy, it right? It couldn't yeah. dent it. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, hey, you might be struggling with certain things in life, but yeah, there is ways to look at the fun. Oh yeah, and um, so we got there, and the first, and we were going to meet this missionary guy, um, Nathan Hardman, and we'd never met before. Um, so he, we get a text when the plane touched down. He said, "Do not come outside. You will see a big, tall white man." And in a said, sea of five foot Guatemala. Yeah, he said, do not come outside. Well, this is Guatemala City and there's quite a bit of crime. And we found out in Guatemala City, lots of guns everywhere. And um, so he said, once I give you the nod, I'll come up and I'll take you. So that was pretty freaky. Oh, man. But anyway, he, um, we ended up at this amazing hotel at the foot of a volcano. And this volcano roared all night. Daddy, have you ever seen any of those Disney movies? Now, don't write me letters about watching Disney movies because I don't even watch them anyway. But back nor, in nor my past, you read your letters. back in my childhood, <laughs> yeah, there's these like movies of like these families. And there's always like some kid with freckles all over his nose and red hair or whatever, yeah. and the families they're staying in these places with like volcanoes blowing up and the can't think of any Disney carnival movies cruise like that, ships. I don't know. It's in my head. It's None. in my head. Leslie's whispering something. Oh, well, I couldn't hear. But anyway, we were at one of these places where it was almost surreal. It was just like not even, not even feel like real, real life. It was so beautiful. And all night this volcano would just like, it's like it was from its bowels and it would erupt and send plumes of smoke and like it would get red at the top. It was just so amazing. But they say because it kept erupting, it wasn't dangerous. Did you get video of any of this? Yeah. We did. And it was so beautiful. And the, the rooms were so beyond fantastic. Hilarious. But. But I was trying to tell the people that the water wasn't hot enough. You know how some hotels, they'll put it to where it's safe. Where it, and Paul yeah. and I like a heat buzz when yeah. we have a shower. Yeah. We it's just like vaguely Almost hot. burn ourselves, sort of you know? Warm. Like my husband likes likes showers that are lukewarm. That I found is, that on my honeymoon. so evil. And it was blah, man. It's like lukewarm or I'll spit you out of my mouth, right? It'd be hot. It's like be hot or cold, right? Yeah. Not God lukewarm. himself is against your husband's showers. I reckon. And my husband's showers are awful. They're three seconds long and they're lukewarm. I like it to be so hot. And then, and then, and then when I get used to that heat, I have to keep turning it up and turning yeah. it up. Well, I tried to tell 
the the Guatemalan um, staff there, it's not quite hot enough, and they must have thought it's too hot. They turned it all off. <laughs> we had freezing water the whole time. Yeah, we couldn't get it. Oh, right. and I had yeah, I had no water in mine, but it was a beautiful indoor outdoor sort of like place. But so the first day. We had to we had to see so many of these farms to try and figure out you know what sauce we were going to get for our coffee and our chocolate. If it, it would have taken us three weeks to do it by van or car, so we had a helicopter. Serene's in mine first time in a helicopter. Well, helicopter, you know, it's quite. It can be, I guess, pretty normal in a lot of countries that are flat. But the area we stayed in was so mountainous, and these mountains are like nine thousand feet high. You have to have clarity. Because if there's any cloud, you can't see. And so you might be just going along smack into a mountain. And you can't go too high because then there'll be more cloud above you. And guess what we decided to do? We decided to book our trip at the beginning of the rainy season. Yes. So so we go into this helicopter, which it's Sam, who is Serene's husband, used to work on helicopters in the army. He gets in there and he was like, this is not right. <laughs> We well, used to work on the Chinooks, you know, those big buses. In the oh, I remember those days. <laughs> it was a little tin can, okay? It was tiny and it was sort of light and it looked, it's got stripes and it was sort of sporty, like, I don't know. And we had like a MacGyver, like a Guatemalan yeah. He couldn't speak um, English. MacGyver. He kind of looked 80s, you know, in the 80s. He, he kind of had like the sneakers and the tuck. He had a long shirt with some hair and some chains. Oh. Yeah, had some chains. And Excuse me. You're just like Danny today. <laughs> and he was like, chains. you could tell he lived for the thrills of life. But can I tell you, we were in a MacGyver movie, <laughs> so people. Now, I want you to know that there is an instinct that happens when you enter or exit a, 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 a helicopter where you are in a movie. When You know how in a movie you see them, even though their heads are like four feet from the blades, you yeah. have to do the duck run. Yeah, mm-hmm. duck you have to you do the duck where you kind yeah. of like no, that's holding standard. your head and you do the run. Yeah, don't you casually exit that helicopter. No, or enter. And we did yeah. it. I felt like James Bond's wife. We I felt really like did. James Bond the whole time because this was not normal living. We got into the helicopter, <clears throat> ascended. It was just majestic. I mean, the scenery. But Serena and I looked at each other like, okay, it started off fine, sort of. And we like, looked at each other like, we can do this. We are girls of faith. You know, I used to be scared of planes, but planes felt like nothing compared to this. But we looked at each other. It's like, no, let's just hold ourselves together. So then we go up higher and then we start to get into the mountains where you have to go up higher and higher in the helicopter. Well, things started to shake. Yeah, and the wind kind of caught the the copter blades in a way that it was just like jink, 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 uh-uh. sounding oh, wrong, that, people. That started to do some bad noises, Danny. And you know if a noise is constant, then it's okay. But this noise wasn't constant. And, and I'd go to Marley and MacGyver and style it. He kept on doing this like he had gloves on, maybe so that the sweat didn't go near the steering. And he kept on doing this this glove handshake like he'd shake it he'd go shake it like an yeah. anti-stress motion yes and his head do this. was all about the helicopter looking for paths to go through that we could get around all these clouds beginning of raining season and it was cloudy and the mountains were high and so we'd go through and then he'd see a little patch and he'd, he'd go this way turn that way and then we'd connive around that way just trying to find the ways to get over these mountains and sometimes I was like I know that there's a mountain there I saw it there there's cloud in front of us why won't he go high why won't he go high and then he'd go around there and then the mountain would be right in front of us and we'd go zoom up you know and oh my goodness it was and freaky me the rebel wow. I wasn't wearing my my um four-point harness seatbelt yeah. half the time because I'm trying to feed solace, right? Yeah. You've got to be a mother first before yeah. you, like, helicopter, you know, Oh, it's impossible to feed with this. And the- so I was just – and then there was times like, okay, 
Okay, quickly. Hold the baby. I'm putting it on my harness now. Serene did amazing because Solace was just there. We had to hold her. This thing was shaking. Then it started to rain, right? And it was pelting the helicopter. And we thought, this can't be Hail good. rain. It was like the weird. clouds just started to come in. And we were just dropping over ravines. It went down into gorges with rivers from high mountains. And every time we'd just go over a mountain... When you get into a ravine, the wind would just come and shake you and toss the helicopter around, man. Man, it says right in the Bible, lo, I am with you always. I know. Don't go up there. And, and, and when, when we finally dropped out of the sky to this place in Weiwei Tenango, it's a, a mountain no in Weiwei Tenango. No helicopter been there before. And even we, our guy, who was a thrill are, seeker, yes. said, only monkeys come here. Yes, our <laughs> MacGyver got a marlin said, only monkeys come. What's it called? Weiwei we Tenango? Yeah. We were clapped out of the sky by this village. Okay. Oh, oh my, goodness. my goodness. My heart is still They've in They've never seen village. a helicopter before, no. maybe land on their mountain. And yeah, it was a moment we were like... This is our place and we hadn't even tasted the coffee yet, but it was just so remote and so pristine and so beautiful. They had tamed the mountainside. It was almost vertical and all their coffee mm. was was oh. was growing right it down the city mountain. Yes, and we're going to put together a video, but we're okay. telling it here first, okay? okay? These were families. First of all, it brings tears to my eyes. When we got there, they were just like hugging us. No one had ever been there before. No white person. I was nursing with my, with my nursing shawl, I mean, right? All protected and all safe and southern modest. And all these ladies were just there with their out like, with their boobs, man. out with their nursing boobs, the nursing baby. their baby. It was like so the it real thing. It was going thing. back into a time past, but these families were beautiful and differently because there's actually a lot of um, obesity in Guatemala. I wouldn't call it obesity like here, but there you can tell everyone's living on corn, rice, and beans, and probably because there's a lot of poverty there too. It's what they can afford, you know. But in this village. They couldn't have access to stores or anything. They grew everything that yeah. they ate. They were so remote. They were cut off from the rest of the world. They lived on this coffee. In fact, I asked one of the men through an interpreter, when do your children start drinking coffee? He said about one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So In the bottle. Yeah. And, but <laughs> these people were healthy and trim. And you were really... talking about coffee. I'm like deeply craving coffee oh, right now. Do no, we have coffee but, here? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So these people, I'll they just, it. they were clapping us. They, no one had been there before, okay? They they had been growing coffee here for generations, for hundreds of years. Can I just take say one thing and just yes. jump in? The grandpapa of the whole place, because mm. this was like an original group and then they kept on like reproducing oh, yeah. for the generations. And, yeah. yeah, the original guy, the grandpop, he was like, when we first started here, we would put the coffee and sacks on our back and walk it to the highways. Yeah, and that was like that miles was and, and miles and days. and days. They walked for days. To sell it. All of yeah. them, the men. And then they come back. He was he was almost crying when he was yeah. saying it. Now they have some trucks that they have. There's about well, two trucks for the That's whole. an interesting thing. That wasn't actually the truth. We heard that it wasn't the truth. They have scooters truth. to go around these roads. And we apparently the tr- they'd brought in a couple of trucks to take benefit. us around their mountain steep top thing. But guess what? I think the roads weren't used to those no, trucks and they weren't dangerous. used to putting ro- trucks on those roads. And our husbands were in the back standing of these trucks, up. standing up and almost getting it. kicked to off the mountainside. Oh, uh, so talk about off-roading. I will never need to go off-roading in my life. We've done it. And, and the men are just bouncing in the back and they've got like Sandra's like feet drops. Banging the back of the truck, like open your window so he could like get a good grip yeah. and hold on to the to the, to the So the he truck. was nervous back oh, then. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They were almost falling out of the trucks. But these little Guatemalans, they, you know, they know how to do stuff. Oh, they do. They can take up. A- 
full bus. Yeah. I was in El Salvador on a massive yeah. full yellow bus and they, they had themselves in. the wheel, like part of the wheel, maybe an inch was off the cliff. Mm. Well, that was they, happening that here. Was, yeah. Like full no, time. It. Yeah. And I said to Pearl, hey, um, maybe they, um, this isn't their trucks like for their usual farm trip. Yeah. And maybe it's <laughs> like didn't. once every 17 years they do this and the, the, the roads may have changed every 17 <laughs> yeah, I years. I totally. I come to find story. out. Yes, it was true. I that said, was no, about right. I know we did find out the trucks come in about once a year to help gather some stuff. But a lot can change in so a year. So anyway, we, we went in to see the way the coffee is growing on this mountaintop how it is done with nature. So, you know, a lot of coffee growers and stuff, they kill the bees because... Well, they hack down all the normal flora and fauna, Uh hack it down. And so these are grown with natural shade. You have to have shade for your coffee. So they, so what they do beautiful. is they normally they hack them down and then they grow these trees that grow really, really quick, uh-huh. provide shade, but they're not actually the natural part of that would naturally yeah. be there in that ecosystem. Yeah, and they and they're killing the bees. So it's their bee modern problem. version. Yeah, and then they're yeah. spraying, spraying pesticide. There is not one pesticide used. There is not one fertilizer. It is all natural, and it's volcanic soil, which makes the best coffee oh, in the world. Wow. And it is grown on slopes. So we all got there. In they're like showing they all have little plots these families okay so this one man he was sort of running up the steep ravine he was showing us how he does his thing and so sam and charlie got there and so sam's like well let let me get right in here. I want to touch these coffee beans, you know. So Sam falls down yeah. the ravine. And always takes me and Solly with him. Yeah, so Serene quickly gets out of there because it was quite dangerous. But it was just incredible. So then they take us to this little hut where the newest generation of them, because they've been doing it for, you know, hundreds oh, hold of on. years. Before they take us to the hut, we get to taste these beautiful bright red cherries, the coffee yeah. cherries, the red berries. They, they're beautiful. They taste incredible. Yeah. We got to like suck all the yumminess out of yeah, them. Yeah, and it's, it's the seed inside that is actually the coffee yeah, bean. two coffee beans in each cherry. Just a, but we go to this little hut where they've made their coffee and we don't know what it's going to taste like at this point. You know, we were in love with the people and the family, but in the end it comes down to taste. And, you know, they actually, and I want to say that they're youngsters, maybe they're 20-year-olds now, have gone to the cities to learn about to become baristas. Baristas. Oh. And so they went and got the organic status. They've like taken this ancient crafting of this coffee to the modern world. And so their young people were there waiting for us in all their cute aprons making us coffee. There wasn't electricity in the in the hut or anything. They were doing French press. They boiled the water. And nice. so and then we had a proper coffee taste tester and we've got this on video it's so hilarious and they showed us how to taste the coffee and you get on a spoon and serene you make the noise you you inhale it with air yes and, and then you you it's like like a deep soup spoon and you go and then you they spit it out because they it's like wine tasting oh yeah it was so sweet and then we you know we tried i was terrible at it, but then they they gave us this coffee. The coffee wasn't sweet. The people no, were sweet. the people were sweet. And they ground it right there for us and gave it to us. And Serena and I looked at each other and we were just like, oh, my I had goodness. sunglasses on and tears <laughs> were coming out of my eyes we behind cried. me because of the connection. <laughs> it was like a connection spiritually and, 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 and emotionally in every yeah. way. And they were hugging us. And, and it was like, and then they all and it was the best coffee said, in and the said, world. can we pray, they yeah. said. And they were, they, they were, they really, they were believers. Yeah. And they wanted to like, like hug and pray and it was like yeah, at the end we all prayed and them in their language and us in our language but it was a heart connection we actually had to go to other oh God, oh, tears come out. 
But we actually had to go to um, other coffee plantations and, and they were sweet and we met some beautiful people. But Serena and I kept just saying our heart is in the mountains. Is in the mountains. That coffee was the best we've ever tasted. We can't let go of these people. And it we was found, a God thing. And we found out too that the higher elevation growing, yeah. the better the taste. And we, the stronger and yeah, the taste. We met some others. The their coffee didn't taste near as good. Mm-hmm. And they <clears> talked <throat> us up and what was good about their coffee. And we taste it and we just look at each other like, this is nothing compared. You know, and it was yeah. all good Guatemalan coffee. It was but- amazing. It was amazing. And, and, and it was so hard to go to these places because we... We were like, we want to love you too, but we can't two time our way way to Nango. Yeah. What was what was the discernible difference in taste to Serene, you? you explain. Okay, it. so so I felt like um, the 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 normal coffee of the other people's um, plantations, it kind of had just a uh, a middle of the road. It would go around the sides of your mouth and had a little bit of a burnt toast taste, right? But the way way to Nango had none of this cat pee acid. You know, none of this. This burnt toast. Well, it's it because went, high elevations reduce the acid. It went right to the mm. top of my, my the roof of my mouth in a very grassy, mm. beautiful, subtle nuance uh, way. And so, I, I so after every mouthful, I didn't yeah. feel thirsty. A lot of times, coffee can make me thirsty. Yeah. Um, because of the burntness mm-hmm. or the burnt taste, this didn't make me thirsty, but I actually could. It danced on the roof and of my this mouth is for the a other while. Great after thing. after every sip, it, the flavor would dance. And this is the other great thing. Coffee grown at high elevations like this and shade grown naturally is so much more gentler on the stomach too. And that's what I found that's since a big I deal brought it home. Yeah. I have no heartburn. Okay. And it's amazing. So uh, anyway, we brought this home. We've got to talk about chocolate soon, but 24 minutes in. But we, we brought this home and I gave it to my son-in-law, Kendall, who's the biggest coffee snob, man. He imports, oh, capital S he imports snob, man. his coffee and grinds it and... You know, I said, oh, Kendall, you know, we think we're going to release this coffee. And he's like, okay, give me a taste. They were staying the night at our house. And so he, he got it and he goes, Pearl, if you're doing it this for, you know, the majority of people who want to like coffee, not people who want to detect the fruit or this or that, or not a burnt roast coffee like Starbucks, you know. Yeah. Starbucks tastes like burnt toast to me. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. I know people like it, but mostly they're tasting they, sugar. They go for a very intense yeah. flavor. Yeah. He's mm. like, this is it. You have nailed it. He's got it's such a good flavor and yet it's not too in your face. It's smooth. And so I was like, oh, Kendall gave the stamp. Oh nice. my goodness. That was big time. What, when is, uh, so you did bring some home. Yeah, it's in my house. You want some? I'll I, give you some. Matcha? Yeah. Coffee? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm going to load you up, Dan Dan. Yes. So that was it. We made that heart connection. We brought it home. That will be our coffee. You will have it soon. We're going to. No, but can I just tell you something? Yeah, mates. When I used to drink coffee, and I and I loved coffee, uh, I I didn't have a picture to go with it. Uh, I, I just I just uh, had yeah. nice coffee. It was just coffee in a cup. But now right, since right. I'm drinking this coffee, because it's such an experience. I, I'm seeing the people. Oh, it's it connects you. Coffee and anymore. it was like hundreds of little children running around. It connects you uh, on, back there. on the mountainside, and and mothers and fathers and grandparents, and it was like this beautiful remote village of a peace, and it was just like peace is what I it really was. want to bless them. I, so every time I drink it, I think I'm blessing you. Yeah, and they didn't have a lot of money because their their coffee, because they're so remote, is only now just starting to be heard of, and so we feel so blessed to have discovered this. Were there computers and Wi-Fi oh, no, in the villages? No, no. Oh, no, in some villages they were. In this one, they were. we didn't see any. Yeah. But in some, now obviously the young people that go to the cities had them, but when the initial village was there, they weren't. Wow. Um, so they're still in ancient they were these little huts. There's no hospitals or anything. I mean, there's no stores. On this mountaintop, you'd have to like 
go at least two two hours and forty minutes before you'd find a little village. Yeah. Did host- there seem to be a lot of sick people? No, no, they were healthy and robust. That's what I'm trying to wow. say. Yeah, they didn't have weight issues there. No, and That's and they all looked Maybe healthy. They were beautiful. The they were smiling. They were happy. And like we said. Since we grew up in New Zealand where breastfeeding is not a stigma, a woman, like even breastfeeding church, it wasn't as much. You sort of semi-cover up, but it's not the thing it is here in the US. But the woman's just breasts were hanging out and the babies were hanging off them. And Serena and I were like, this is awesome. Yeah. I don't know why that spoke to us, but we just <laughs> well, liked it. Just as like, God would have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're going to go around doing that. No, anytime no. there's something like... My baby's under the nay-nay tent right now. Right yeah. now. Any, anytime there's something in its most natural form, it was, that's what we're trying to you want to get back to Everything it. was in its natural form there. And I said, Serena's like, I just felt like... I don't think this will be the name at all, but I said, you know, the hills are alive with the smell of coffee. And I yes. wanted to call it the hills are alive coffee, but I don't think that will be the name. The but it just felt that. It felt this. Yes. It was like a zing. Anyway, yes. um, so I'm just thanking God for that connection. And that was our first day there. That was our first that day. That was day one. Yeah. Day one, we could not get home because um, the weather started to get worse. We were, we, in the had, helicopter. we were in the helicopter and we had to, you know, We had to touch down. We had to abandon helicopter and then we had a three-hour drive back to our hotel. So we were zonked. Back to our volcano mm. in our cold water. Yeah. And three-hour drive in what? What were you driving in? Um, was this the truck? No, no we had a van. The van picked us up and took us. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl and I'm Pearl and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> And so the next day, it was going to be chocolate farms. Man, you know, you, you go to a store and you eat some chocolate and you just have no, I had no idea what goes on to make chocolate. I know. Like, unbelievable. We went to these beautiful plantations, uh, amazing, pristine plantations, some in the jungle, mm-hmm. some on high mountainsides, some, you know, um, just these beautiful, huge, giant, what they call thinkers, these yeah. big plantations. Amazing. But these these different, like, sometimes they're red pods, sometimes they're rusty they grow on a tree, or so yellow the pods. Tree, the cacao tree grows fruit, and they're large fruit, about a, almost a foot long, would you say? Some like are half football, a foot. Um, not, not as big as a football, but football shaped. Yeah. Um, like a half the size of a football in the shape of a football. Definitely like a huge, thick, 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 very thick banana, but bigger. And they're red or they're green. Now, inside this cacao fruit is all this white, pulpy, slimy, <gasps> delicious stuff which we'll talk about it's called baba and then inside that baba are the cacao seeds but you just you, you just get to suck the baba yeah it tastes like passion so fruit this baba was amazing and i think it's what kept me from getting sick when i was there because it's so full of vitamin c and antioxidants it's bursting it's a little sweet it's got some carbs in it but it's it's also tangy and so you see the workers there they're just eating the baba all the time and yeah. and it's so so we got to taste this baba and each cacao tree has a different slightly um, different, different yeah, taste. taste. But you know what's amazing? It made me just want to worship God. It's like, mm. God, you're so amazing because without this bubba, the whole we process. We never had chocolate. W- yeah, we wouldn't have chocolate because you have to ferment chocolates. Chocolate is a fermented superfood. Well, hey, coffee is too. It's coffee is fermented out. too. Both coffee are and fermented. Chocolate. And fermenta- fermentation ups 
all the goodness in foods. So yes, you see all the nutrients. Wow. Think Amazing. about that. Isn't that incredible? So yeah, so we saw that the coffee cherries, the sweetness around mm-hmm. that helps to ferment the coffee. Mm-hmm. And then of course the baba helps to ferment the cocoa, the cacao. And so they take this baba and and the co- and the coffee beans, the cacao beans inside and they ferment it for 6 to 8 days. In a special kind of wooden box. We need to be drinking coffee and eating chocolate I'm right now. We, we blew I know, it. But go we ahead. blew it, but I'm matching any's good. Yeah. Um so then after that it dries in the sun for 6 to 8 days after the fermentation. After the fermentation. And then, then it becomes the cacao seed as you know it. But we found out something different. We've ordered cacao nibs off the net, right? Have you ever tasted cacao nibs, Danny? No. Some are great. Some taste like cat pee. I've only ever tasted <laughs> cacao nibs off the net. And I never liked them because they're sort of bitter and they're hard. Acidic. Acidic. We tasted cacao nibs freshly dried from the oh sun. And it was just an incredible experience. The smell experience. of these fermented cacao big wooden boxes smells like our yak yum bitty. Yeah, because it was like the kefir with the cocoa, the fermentation with the chocolate. It was so incredible. So, um, somebody right now is sitting there like nine chocolate bars in just because of this podcast. (laughs) They're listening and they're weeping and eating way too much chocolate. Bless you, sister, whoever you are. I know, but um, so that's how the chocolate will be arriving to us, and we we're still going through some of these pods. You know, we're going to definitely get an organic. Cacao because they we do. haven't decided on the farm. No, I actually think we have pearl. Yeah, wasn't it the the beautiful? Oh, listen to this. But I do want to talk about the reason why we're so right. We say, hey, listen, you can do trim healthy, mum. You don't need all organic. You can't afford it. We understand that. We do say get lettuce because that's the most greens you're going to eat organic if you can. One reason we are so determined to bring organic in is because um, Guatemala and South America, they do spray. They spray their coffees and they spray their chocolate unless it's organic. And these sprays, they are no good. I mean, But you know what? Most co- chocolate is coming from Guatemala. Why? Because it's the heart of the Mayan country. The, the chocolate, cacao pods were the Mayan cur- currency. Yeah. Mm. They so originated it originated, here. It originated so in, Africa South, took in Central it, America. And, but it wasn't, in, um, what's that word? It wasn't natural to Africa. It came it wasn't native from to this Africa. area. It was native to, to you know, that's a, think, think about this little sort of description is you look at different races of people and they all excel yeah. at different yes. things, right? Yes. So there's certain groups of, of people you are you will not beat them in a race. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's other groups of people mm-hmm. you will not beat them at manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like my daughter Cherish, right? She's from Liberia. She's African. I could work out all day and <laughs> yeah. never have the muscle You'll tone never she has. Have her build. Never. Like she is yeah. like a sprinter body. I and will she never sits have her build. Home and no. homeschools on the couch. <laughs> right. And it, she's just like ripped like no, a tiger. No, I ask Isaiah all the. I'm like, man, you've been working out. He's like, no, man, no, I don't work out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're just jacked. You were born jacked. He's like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So is my daddy. You know. Like, <laughs> so like, um, you know, the, I think when you think about foods and where mm-hmm. they're being sourced from, it's exactly. so important to go to the gold mine. And, and, and besides from that, which is so true, Danny, go to the original source. Now, so not only are we sourcing organic, I believe the plantation we're going to choose from are the ones that are trying to get back to the original Creole, Creole seed, seed the orig- which is the original Mayan seed. Tell me about the See, with chocolate, it's not Creole. just chocolate either, Danny. A lot of these um, chocolate now are growing from very um, you hybridized. Would call them hybridized and cheap sort of um, Growing for production, growing mm-hmm. for the mass, it produces yeah. uh, more fruit on the trees, and 
But we, we, we found this plantation that um, have are grafted sh- in the original Creole. They go to the Amazon jungle and, and get the cacao trees, which haven't been able to cross pollinate mm. even naturally with the what they call a Trinidad, which mm. is like a, um, a hybrid of three different. Yeah. Um, when we say hybrid, we do not mean GMO. No, no. no they're just, just grafted that they cross pollinated mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe they like tried to put them together because mm-hmm. it would work well, but it wasn't in but the But Creole is the best tasting chocolate in the world. Creole has the roundest and not no acidity, again, less acidity than any other chocolate. And so these are, are super trees and what they're doing, they're grafting them mm-hmm. in. We saw them yes. grafting them into the regular cacao trees and and they're actually becoming these Creole trees yes. in the, and it's amazing. And it just reminded me, so many beautiful things are being grafted yeah. in the vine and the, just the spiritual aspect of that. And even with my adopted children, I'm like, wow, like when you're grafted in, you are part you, of this it, it becomes family. You are a part tree. of this tree. It just, you know? it's, it, it, it grafting in and then it and then it grows as the you tree. You know, you guys always do videos to introduce new products and chocolate, and I, and I'm sure this info will be there. But I would love to see it. You know, a lot of people won't see that video. They'll yeah. see it at first, but eventually that video will not be seen every yeah. day. Yeah. I would love to see the story, the, the some of this on the package. You know, that yeah, people need to know long term. If somebody buys it, maybe it ends up on a store shelf somewhere. No, because we don't think. These, what do you want to think of what goes into it when we buy chocolate or coffee? Well, I never did. I yeah. was just like, I want my coffee. I want my Dunkin' Donuts or I want my chocolate. Yeah. But now there's such richness and such history and such knowledge and it really does matter where it's sourced. It really does matter how it's grown. Yeah. All these things matter. Yeah, and I just want, if you ever see, just thinking about the video, if you ever see video and footage of our hair-raising adventures in Guatemala, let me just say... I will be wearing solace in, a, in an ergo. Oh, yes. Serene got some not a little flat. Politically I, correct. Okay. I have a very, very, very long torso, okay? And they, they say to, to wear an ergo properly, torso. right, you have to be able to kiss the forehead of your baby. Well, I don't like wearing my baby like that because I nurse in the ergo, especially when we were like mm-hmm. up and down hillsides and here, there and everywhere. I, I, I had my baby, I wear like the ergo strap around my hips so I, mm. the baby's in a better position to feed. And I'm always aware of where her nose is, mm. always aware oh, of her airways. Oh, there's a suffocation she danger? Ne- yeah, and I'm so aware of all of that stuff. But it's for real life for me. It's not for just a trip from the car to the grocery store mm. and an ergo. I wear my baby all day long. Oh, yeah. And so it has to be functional. Mm. So I just remember like, I don't know how many 18 years ago when I first started wearing ergos, mm. there was no ergos around. Yes, yeah, right. was one of the first like, ergo wearers. There it is. said, write an, an article in the Bob Rubies about ergos. That's we where wrote, we heard about Serena ergos. was the first, one of the first people to actually put ergos out into the world. And so it was a little it's, Hawaiian business and they were still like hand sewing them with a the thick canvas fabric. Remember yeah. way back yeah. in the first ergos? And from that article in the Bob Rubies, so many ergos were spread about. But so just so I do know about the kiss forehead and all that kind of stuff, I just rebel because I need to do it for me like trim healthy yeah. mama my way ergo yeah. my way that, that article was probably 13 years ago because our our son is turn, about to turn 13 yeah and because of that article and a baby on the way yeah it was a major at the time expense for us too yeah it was like and my my wife was like you know it's a hundred bucks and i was like for a baby care they sell them for 20 dollars at walmart and she's like no 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 but it's you gotta different. Yeah, yeah it's totally different and we it was literally we have the same 
Ergo, yes. baby carrot works wow. great. I know it's that maroon and black one. I remember seeing hey, these. Yeah, we got the maroon Ergo's one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shove us a little bit of uh, advertising money here. Yeah, we need to call call Ergo. And <laughs> say, well, I remember, uh, we all so got good. a free Ergo. Remember all of us end. because of mm. that. They're the best. Okay, yeah. so we will put together. We it was just us, so we didn't have Art and Serene Sun who does our videos. So I've got it all on my little phone. I'm gonna have to figure out how to and put it together. And I wasn't saying that because of like like feeling at all weird, but I just like it'll just save people. Serene loves your concern. She appreciates. She understands, but it's. All good when you see the ergo not perfect, it's all good. When you see the baby's head hanging back because she's drinking, okay? And she just needs- Sally's still with us. Sally's yeah. great. Um, so okay, so we got that. The chocolate was incredible. The second day, once again, we couldn't make it to a hotel, another three hour trip. And we had to abandon the air because it was just too freaky. The third day we yeah, and we go that. again and um and we had a different pilot, a different helicopter, Danny. The helicopter makes all the difference. This it was time black we had and a sleek. black and a solid one. Uh, it was like yeah, one yeah. that would drive the presidents around, yeah. right? Yeah. We felt so safe. You were like And the pilot was like seventy or something. He, and we found uh, yeah. out he was a Navy trained pilot and he nice. it, it was all completely different. We loved our little Thrills MacGyver guy the first two days. He was good. But it was different Navy yeah. trained no, pilot. He got and, us home. And, and, yeah. and it made me realize the finesse of age. Mm. Yeah, like, that's you know right. I mean? There that's is right. a finesse of age. I, I want my doctors as well to be an old, old man. Yeah, that's there was that's old woman. You know, there was something about it was equally as cloudy. Equally Actually as worse. rainy. It was terrible. Vision was horrible. The rains were coming in. And he, you know, he turned to our missionary guy, um, our interpreter, and he said, it's okay, I'll get you home. No, there's something about it, though. You don't want a young sport handling your life in any way. Not a <laughs> yeah. helicopter pilot, not a yeah. doctor. You know, nobody drilling into your teeth. <laughs> get me an old person, please. Oh, man. So we got home, and getting home was just, like, so amazing. And so... But Guatemala is just in our hearts. We're already talking about going back. We also found a source for blue maize corn chips that we're going to do. It's actually, uh, bl- uh, it looks blue, but it's actually black. it's the ancient black corn. Yeah. Black. Oh, it's amazing. And, and you know what? We might have also, black here's chips. the cool yeah. thing, and we're going to have Nath. Oh. Nath is a missionary guy that we met there, and we became like the best of friends. Brother Nath. Brother Nath him. is coming to this party. We're going to interview him because of the work he does there. Not, and, and, it's interesting. You'll hear about his work, but you see us getting biz- all these businesses in Guatemala um, will fund Nate's ministry, what he does with the slums, what he does. Serene, just say it's about it. It's in District 18. He works in District Guatemala 18, which is City. the most poorest part of Guatemala City. And he, he works with the gangs. Well, for, for years, he worked with the boys that were already in the gangs. He was born to, in Guatemala. Yes, yeah. this guy's a white guy, but he really is a Guatemalan with just yeah. white skin, right? Yeah. And he grew up there. And anyway, these, these boys are so involved in these gangs, and it's just it just ruins their life completely. Oh, yeah. So he tried to, like, get them out of that. But he, he realized it was just, like, it wasn't effective. He had not one success He, he tried to remove years. one. But 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 they're just so afraid of being killed by the gangs mm, totally. because you know you can't you can't get out or you're hunted you know yeah. for the rest of your life. So they realize we're gonna we're gonna really pour our energy into the young boys before they enter their gangs and try and get them um, a life and and just a, a knowledge of God and education and, mm. and and skills so that they don't feel like they have to go into the gangs. Yeah. And he's having incredible success and all these little boys' pictures mm-hmm. were on the wall. And he's going to talk about he's looking for for. Um, Guatemalan like house parents too mm-hmm. for this orphanage that he runs down there. But it's incredible. And so because he'll be, you know, our sort of guy over there, you know, 
obviously some income will come his way because we have to pay him, but that money is going to be funding this incredible ministry. So I just feel good on all fronts about what is happening here in Guatemala. Wow. I just feel like God has opened the doors. It's definitely a God. And, and it's, not, it's just not just about, you know, selling more and more stuff to THN. This goes beyond that. We so it to- sounds like from products to relationships, landscape, yeah. it's been epic and beautiful. I mean, yeah. The problem I see is that... It could have been videoed and well documented by me. Oh, so I you know, so Danny, and I agree. And Arden, our son, who does some videos for us too, he was so like, "Did he go? Is there a place for no. me? There's no extra room on the helicopter, and that's why nobody else could come. It was just like, yeah, and helicopters are so expensive. And if we got a bigger one, it'd be like, yikes. But yeah, but you think about day, the epic- hey, we could tie Danny, like you know, on from the knee? A, yeah, <laughs> little parachute. That would make he could great wear a cape. Content. You know, what if you could go to Guatemala <laughs> yeah, with could. my little cape? What if you could go to Guatemala? Mala, we'll just tie you on the bottom. And my Grover feet flapping yeah. in the back. <laughs> we'll throw you a coffee bean or two. I would be oh, like but super anyway, Grover. You know what? We learned, Serena and I learned from this, that sometimes it would be so scary in that helicopter. <laughs> and we looked at each other and we're like, okay, we've got two choices here. We can either freak out and flip. There were many times my spirit, my body, my flesh wanted to say, put us down. Just put us down. I can't handle one more. This yeah. is not right. Yeah. But, you know, we were there. We had to get to these places. God opened the door. Oh, look. Good job, sorry. Yeah, don't break tradition. No, I am trying to turn it off, dudes. Yes. You know, he holds out tomorrow's, and it was a choice, faith or fear. And I said to Serene, Serene and I looked at each other like, we're not fear girls. We're faith girls. Yes. And if we go to him, what are we going to do? Go to him. We're going to be going to God. You know, God will look after our children. It's just that choice because your body's freaking out in fear, but your mind has to say, I'm sorry, fear. You're not controlling over me. God's got this. And so I feel like we're different girls, uh, uh, Danny. And oh, and we got back from Guatemala and we're like, where's next? Sudan? Yeah. Like, come on, bring it on. It, it was like faith Crossing built. Crossing the Nile Crocodile it, River. You yeah. know how you practice faith and it builds and you become stronger in that muscle? Yes. It was yes. like we had to practice it. Well, Sam didn't even know if if we he 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 was waging bets. He's like, I don't think Serena and Pearl are going to go through with this. I'm pretty sure they're not. But it was like we exercise. I don't want to build ourselves up, but we had to exercise that muscle of faith. And boy, when we got on that plane going home to the US, I said, Serene, this feels like a walk in the park. Does this feel like yeah. the easiest thing you we've ever done on a plane? You guys are seasoned world What's a adventurers. Plane? It's nothing. Yeah, yeah. You've <laughs> been was, there. You've been great. on the wild adventure. Oh, it was man. so great. So, and so, so he made it. So this was uh, a, a rite of passage in many yeah. ways. We're ready. I'm ready to go to Sudan. And there's a fear of faith thing too. There's a fear of faith thing that will also be on another another party. It was a miracle that we got to go. We almost didn't go about a week before. um, I'm not going to tell the story, but we will another party. A week before our Guatemalan trip, Solly had a situation that almost um, cancelled our trip. But yeah. that was about faith too. We'll talk about another and that party. is a, a complete miracle. And we've found some amazing information out that's going to help so many of you. Yes. Um. So hey. Keep listening in, and um, we'll see you next week. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.